What is the event podcast? We'll begin in five, three, one, four. Welcome to What is the Event Podcast with Jim and Georgia, the first podcast dedicated to the event on NBC. Your place to talk about communication satellite. What the hell are they communicating with? They're sending a message home. Alright, welcome back to What is the Event Podcast, the first podcast dedicated to the event on NBC. And uh, assuming that you have just watched the the fall season finale for the event, basically. the uh, As we all hopefully know by this point, that the event will be taking roughly three months off. And we'll have a little bit more news about that here soon. But I hope you enjoy tonight's episode. Everything will change. And um, as per usual, before we get into our re-event cap, we're going to start off the, the show with a little bit of event news. we got some more information from... Good old Nick over at the eventiscoming.com. Some stuff basically about tonight's episode from the trueseeker5314.com. And then we'll get into a little bit of ratings talk as well. So let's get on over into the event news. From the What is the Event Podcast Studios, it's the event news with Jimmy in Georgia. All right, well, as we like to do every week, we take a look at the com and the TruthSeeker5314 and report to you what's going on over there. And this week at the event is coming, we had a couple of posts. Fall finale this Monday um, is one um, that we would take a look at. And basically, um, it has some questions that we would you know, want to go into the show thinking about, which, you know, you've already seen the show. <laughs> These are the things that Nick said we should be talking about prior to the episode, basically. Will Isabel try to get revenge on Sophia? What exactly has Isabel and Thomas been working on together? What did Dempsey do to Abby and other little girls? Will Sean and Layla get to Samantha in time? Um, and all those questions are supposed to have been answered tonight, and I guess that's up to you to judge if they really were. Um, we'll talk about more of those in just a few minutes. Um, and also, Nick did mention in a post called Close to the Truth, um, I guess it was last week on the 22nd when this one came out. He uh, mentioned about the break, and uh, this is the, the news that he had there. He says, uh, after tonight's episode, they will, it will return on February 28th with an event night, which basically means like a two-hour like a premiere, kind of like a spring premiere, whatever you want to call it, and then another 12 episodes following that. Um, and he said there's going to be more information in the weeks to come, and then they're going to have... Uh, you know, updates and stuff on the fresh content on their their website. So it's good news. So I'll give us something to talk about here in the next few months between episodes. And then also over the True Seeker 5314, there was some discussion about a picture, basically of the missile launch that we saw in tonight's episode. Um, so if you want to check that out, it has a picture of like a supposedly Soviet missile silo. So if you're interested in such things, you can check that out. Right now, there is a link down in our AAC feed if you'd like to click on that and visit the truthseeker5314.com. And then we haven't done on Think in the last two weeks, but we're taking a look at the ratings again, and they're still declining. Um, and it seems the event is down to just over 5 million viewers. Then this last episode last week, 5.192 million viewers. And then the all important 1849 is still a 1.7, which has been under two for several weeks. And that's not good for for the show, um, just generally speaking. But like we've um, said earlier, 
they do plan to relaunch the show coming in February with this two-hour special event. And then they're hoping, I guess, to do some awesome marketing and things that are going to get some more people interested and involved in the show, which would be great. And uh, I'd like to have more people in the community to discuss. So that'd be good. But anyway, we shall move forward from here into our little revent cap where we recap the episode. And then uh, we'll get into some more event goodness. Um, <laughs> all right, so stick around. The revent cap, the portion of the show where we recap the event. Alright, this week's shows opens up, as always, with the previously on The Event. And we pick up where we left off with Sean and Layla last time, where they have caught Dempsey's little dude. And after a little bit of a struggle, Sean ends up injecting him with the old serum, whatever it is, uh, which I assume is a derivative of their need to be able to age these non-terrestrials so they can fit into society longer and stay in one place more than a few years. Um, as we've seen in the past, they've had to move on from place to place and from even family to family after a while because they don't age. So that would probably be the the uh, real reason they were in experiment on these young girls is trying to figure out how to probably just slightly increase their age gradually versus a one dose makes you really old real fast. That doesn't seem to really be useful, unless you just want to kill people. Um, I can't kill that guy. And then also we see that the president talks with the vice president, and the vice president is pretty hardcore about um, being willing to expose any of the president's cover-ups and things that have gone on here recently if the president wants to play hardball with him. So that was kind of interesting. And then also we do get a chance to see a non-terrestrial tea party where they're discussing their plans and they're getting close to being able to rebuild the interface and being pretty much being able to go home. Um, but also we see that Isabel and Thomas are hiding things uh, and that Sophia knows about their secret bank accounts. And um, we quickly find out that Isabel and Thomas are planning to do something that will kill a lot of people. And we do cut back over to Sean and Layla and the old old version of the guy that Dempsey sent. And we find out uh, before he dies that the young ladies, these kidnapped girls, were at Willowbrook Hospital. And um, we cut over to that hospital and see that Samantha is responding better than expected to the treatments. We see her drawing on the wall. And we find out Dempsey keeps a pretty close tab on his people because he basically says if he doesn't check back in in roughly an hour, um, we'll just assume he's compromised or dead or or whatever so he definitely knows what's going on and so quickly and very quickly actually because we're not we're not told where this willowbrook hospital is but the next thing we see is sean and layla pulling up there um so assume that is to be in the same area like oklahoma texas area somewhere in that region and uh we, we see sean and layla trying to sneak in there going under the the uh plan that they're going to see a fake relative like Layla looks at a name on the list and just says that's her aunt and so they get go in there behind restricted areas with these patients so Layla catches up with her fake aunt and Sean goes off investigating quickly to be found by a security guard who 
chunks them out of the front door and tells them not to come back. And if they do, they will be arrested. But just then, the crazy guy that overheard Layla talking to her would-be aunt um, tells him that the little girls are underground and he's heard them. And so, Sean's like, the dude's crazy. But Layla believes him and thinks he's telling the truth because she sees that there is a water tower just um, above the hospital. And that is what Abby described. She said she saw when she escaped. And then we cut over to Winchester, Virginia. Simon finds the dead banker, Mr. Baker. And uh, we find out there that Sophia tells him that Thomas never returned from the hotel. He isn't answering his cell phone, neither is Isabel. And that he also took the key module. Um, So everything looks like Thomas is going rogue, which we kind of already know anyway. And then uh, Simon finds a hard drive, and he said he was going to try to recover it and see if there's anything, um, any more information on there. Simon picks up a picture and sees that Thomas is in it. We're not, I'm not sure what that picture was of, but they made a point of kind of focusing in on that for just a second. And we see that Thomas and Isabel are planning to launch the missile that we learned about earlier in the episode, um, at the first of the episode when we found out that it was a code red, um, and they were you know, minutes away from launching, and they were going to send the fighters out all right so the country is is a made-up country um imala i believe is what they said it was and that uh, it's in some tribal region and that the country says it's not really responsible for for what it is and the ambassador for imala comes in and talks with the president and says that a private company built the facility but apparently it's just a company in name only it's not like a real thing and the president um, is pretty much ready to attack that country if a missile makes landfall and um, Director Sterling finds out pretty quickly that the members of the board of this company, there were 97 of them, there were the names of all the detainees that were in the Innistronka facility. And so, obviously, the president suspects Thomas has been involved with such a thing. We cut over to Sean and Layla, and they are trying to get access to the basement. They sneak past some guards and some janitors. They get into an elevator just in time before a guard finds them. And there's no basement listed on the elevator's buttons, but Sean has a little key card from earlier. He scans it, and it takes them downstairs into a really creepy hallway that looks like Freddy Krueger should jump out at any moment. And the place has just been recently cleared out. They smell smoke. And uh, they start going through the room trying to look for Samantha. And they finally find a room um, where all the little girls are playing, so... Layla knows they're close, and then they keep looking, and she finds the room Samantha was in because she had written Leela on the wall. And we cut back over to Simon. Simon says he's still working on the hard drive, and that he tells Sophia that Thomas has used all the money to build a nuclear weapon. Um, the entire western seaboard is vulnerable to the missile if it has nuclear capabilities. Um, Thomas tells the, his guy over there in Imala to go for launch, and we see the countdown from T minus 10 seconds. And um, quickly after it launches, we find out that it is not heading towards the U.S. Um, there's no radiation detected in the warhead. And then we see that the missile is actually a rocket and is taking a payload into outer space, and we see that it launches out a satellite. And we soon find out it is a communication satellite that is transmitting a signal but it is being sent away from the Earth rather than towards the Earth, and so our um, government officials quickly determine that these non-terrestrials are sending a message home, which reminds me of E.T. 
And, um, yeah. So, non-terrestrials phone home. And then that really should have been the end of the show, in my opinion. But it cuts over to Sean and Layla. And they've destroyed... They found a room full of destroyed, um, burnt files, basically. But there's still a few files that have, haven't been completely burned up. They find a file on Paul Stern. And they see photos from the past, you know, 60-odd years. And see that he is one of them. Um, and they go into a little discussion about, you know, people age... And Sean is like, yeah, they do. And he brings up aliens since Madeline had told him about aliens and all the things she had told him pretty much has been accurate. Um, but Layla still doesn't really want to hear about aliens. And then Sean and Layla keep digging around trying to find some clue to find out where Samantha has been taken. And Sean finds a file that is marked Michael Buchanan. And we see pictures of him from 12-10-09, from 7 84 from one eight seventy eight, from eight six fifty nine, and from four three forty eight, and Layla wants to know what does this mean? It means your daddy's an alien. Um, <laughs> and so I guess that really does go back to question. We've learned, uh, I think, is in one of the character bios that Samantha was adopted. I don't think it really brought it up specifically in the show. Um, don't know that Leela is adopted. So I guess if she's not adopted. She's either a half non-terrestrial or a full-blooded non-terrestrial, depending on her mom. Because we did learn um, previously that some of the non-terrestrials are starting families and have kind of got settled down in, in the planet of Earth, and they like it here. And um, so that could be the case there with with Layla, that she's one of them. Um, but... I guess we will discover that and the exciting conclusion of this season next February. They've had three months to figure out what they want to do and how they want to promote the show and how they're going to uh, you know, wrap this first season up if it indeed is the first season, not maybe the only season, depending on ratings and such things. But um, that pretty much wraps up our recap section here and we will move on over into the small edition of the event line and get into a little bit of feedback from some people on Twitter um, and then any other things that may come in while we're recording if anything does we'll be sure to include those as well but yeah let's jump on over into the event line we are now entering the portion of the show referred to as the event line alright this week on the event line um, not a lot going on on Twitter. Had um comment on the 26th from Expedition Novel. Said, at Event Podcast, thanks for the Follow Friday. One more episode of the event this season, exclamation point. What will you do during the three-month vacation? Um, not sure. I know it'll be nice not having really, really late night slash early mornings on Monday night, Tuesday mornings. So that's a good thing. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking I'll probably have a few podcasts here and there throughout that vacation or hiatus, whatever you want to look at it as, depending on how much information's out there and what's going on. But apart from that, I'm not sure. But it'll be nice. All right. And also we have a Follow Friday from Writer6 and as well from the TV event wiki and my fiction and the Walking Dead TV podcast, which is WDTV podcast. Um, yeah, so we have several Follow Fridays from uh, the 26th, Black Friday, if you will. 
And that's really about it this week. Didn't, didn't have any other direct messages or anything regarding last week's episode we didn't share um, last week. Had a few messages that were looked to be spam, so not really bringing those up. So, But if you would like to contact us, there'll be some information about that at the end of the show. And uh, we're going to jump over into the erratic event theory of the week. Alright, my erratic event theory of the week is Jarvis is going to come out um, with all of his information against the president and against his cover-ups and against the detainees and he is going to try to make a play for the presidency um, under the instruction of his Sith Lord Master Dempsey basically yeah because the president doesn't have a much um, real evidence to connect Jarvis with any assassination attempts especially since they've covered that whole thing up so Jarvis has more power in that situation than the president and all the things that have been going on and I think he's going to try to, to do that sometime in the second half of season one of the event. One thing, there there's not going to be anything on tonight's episode in regards to the next episode since, uh, well, it's three months away. We don't know what that is or anything about it just yet. So we won't have a slightly spoilerific section. Um, but so thank you for, for listening. Go ahead and get into the ways you can contact us here at the What Is Event Podcast. You can email us at whatiseventpodcast.gmail.com. You can call into the show at 773-41-EVENT. Um, or if you like a mission this last week, you can text us at that same number. at 773-413-8368. So if you would like to uh, text us. Texas, we'll love to have your message that way. You can get to us on Twitter. We are at Event Podcast. Twitter.com slash event podcast. We're also on Facebook, Facebook.com slash event podcast. As the same goes for Skype. If you have Skype and like to call into the show for free that way, you can do that and look us up under event podcast. And I think that just about wraps it up. And don't forget to visit what is the event podcast.com for all important information about the event and about our podcast. And we will talk to you again soon as the weeks to come i'm sure we'll have some more information going up um just about our show and our schedule and about the event as that information is released and more information is about you know out there about the spring premiere so we hope to hear more from you in the coming days and weeks and we will talk to you next time peace He's going to tell them about the event. The entire Western Seaboard, Sterling says, is vulnerable. Vulnerable.